Welcome back, people, to episode eight, and this one is about Gekkan Shoujo Nozaki Kun. Also, before we start any discussion on this anime, I think we should probably clarify that we're calling it Gekan Shoujo Nozaki-kun, but I think the English translation is something literal like Monthly Girls Nozaki-kun. Yeah, that still makes sense. Yeah, I mean, he has a, a lot of girls monthly. That's what <laughs> he's talking about. He's doing well for a high schooler. <laughs> but, I mean, I feel like it works better in Japanese, so yeah. maybe we can just call it Nozaki-kun for just the sake Nozaki, of yep, this Nozaki-kun. episode. Mm-hmm. But yes... Cool. So I'll just get this one out of the way as well then. Mm. What an awesome theme song. Oh my God. I love. You were so on the fence about this song. Quick to bring up. Because, no, no, no. Let me, let me just clarify. All right. So the first time I played this song, T was like, "Uh, what is that? What's that racket? Like an old man. That's exactly what he said. (laughs) And I said something along the lines of, oh, it's from this cool anime, but I only got three episodes in before we started watching Gamers or something. And the more I played it, the more he seemed to come around to it until eventually I just wore him down. It's just like waterboarding. The more you do of it, the more you enjoy it. <laughs> you would know. But seriously, that song is yeah, amazing. Yeah. yeah. I think it's, um, well, pretty reflective of this show as a whole. A bit goofy. Yeah. A bit cool. Yeah. A bit I different. Also... The, that style of music, mm. it's nice. Slap bass. Slap, slap that bass. <laughs> <laughs> is that bass or is it guitar? It sounds like I bass. think it's bass, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. It reminds me of, you know, in the Mighty Boosh, there's the hitcher and he has that giant thumb from where he does the slap bass. It's like a deformed, oh, really? massive thumb. Anyway, Wouldn't yeah. Know. Didn't grow up in wherever it is you grew up. The Mighty Boosh land. Yeah. Um, all right, T, so hit me with it. What's this show about? Okay, so Nozaki-kun is about a second year called Sakura who has a massive crush on a guy called Nozaki. Mm-hmm. And the series starts out with her going to basically confront him, you know, overcome her fears and say that she wants to go out with him. Is that about right? Yeah, like yeah. confess to him. Yeah, yeah, confess to him. That's a good way of describing it. <laughs> confront him. Confront him. <laughs> I love you! Um, <laughs> and so she does so and then... From there on, the show is about how Nozaki is a monthly manga artist. Yeah, so when she confesses to him, he thinks that she's professing her love for his work. So he gives her an autograph with his manga artist name. And she's like, what? Yeah. (laughs) And yeah, then she becomes his assistant. Mm -hmm. So it's basically a show about a romance, uh, which I would say is secondary to the main themes of just it's about a manga and people contributing to it yeah it definitely gave me an insight into how manga is created beforehand Mm. i didn't really know how they got like the shading and pretty incredible big blocks of black that they do yeah all the beautiful background work but now i know yeah thank Uh, you and so his manga is called let's fall in love and as kate said yeah sakura becomes nozaki's assistant and uh, and in that, 
in, in doing so, she becomes friends with a lot of other people who yeah. are their like merry band of Nozaki-kun assistants. Yeah. And even from like day dot, she never gives up her feelings for Nozaki-kun. Like even when she realizes that he's an oblivious idiot and yeah. like, like a brick wall to any kind of human emotion, um, she still is like, well, at least I get to spend time with him. Yeah. Which, oh, bless. So... Just pre-warning you, if you haven't watched this anime, if you're watching it for the romance aspect, don't get your hopes up. Yeah. It's not really a romance. Sounds like one, but it's more a comedy. Yeah, more a comedy for sure. Uh, So let's go through the ensemble. Mm. The main character is Sakura Chiyo, uh, Nozaki, who we've mentioned. We've got Mikoshiba, who is a second year. Uh, Yeah. And he is Nozaki's background... Red hair-kun. ...drawer, that's right. Yep. Uh, we've got Kashima, who is a friend. She's like, uh, if if you've seen... Uh, I don't want to bring up other animes. <laughs> she, she's a girl that is super popular with other girls at school because she's she looks like, like a guy. Yeah, she's like the player. Blue hair-kun. Yeah. And she is a friend of one of the other... People, so she's not really like an assistant to Nozaki. She's not really involved in. The but manga. she, well, she is involved in the manga in that she's the basis for one of the main characters of Nozaki's yes, manga. Yes, yes, yes. So there's basically so there's red hair kun, blue hair kun, um, <laughs> Hori Senpai, who is the oh he sorry he's the background drawer. Oh yeah, he's like the president of the drama club as well. So he does all the props mm. for the stages and stuff. Um, so I guess Mikoshiba is the flower guy. That's right. Yeah. Oh, bless. And he's also I love Mikoshiba so much. The uh, inspiration for the girl, the main <laughs> girl in Nozaki-kun's manga. Oh, so cute. Uh, we've also got Seo, who is a friend mm. of Sakura's. Yep. And we've got Wakamatsu, who's basketball sort of, kun. Yeah, <laughs> he's the sort. He's like the love interest for. Sale? No. Yeah. Yep. 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 It's hard to keep track of all the couples because none of them are really couples, but you could see how in any other anime they would be couples. Mm. Anyway. And yeah, what do you want to? What do you want to kick off with this one? Well, I think we should start by saying that this anime is probably a parody of all other like shoujo animes. So. Yes, that's a good point. No character is what they appear. Like you think you're going to have, you know, the stoic type in Nozaki-kun because he turns up to school in bandages and he looks like he's beaten someone up and he looks like a thug like he, even he's got the like Ryuji from mm-hmm. Toradora complex where he looks like he could be a criminal because he's really tall and kind of broad but it turns out that in his spare time he rides like flowery girly manga yeah and also on that it's interesting how he he writes all the storylines for these romance mangas and yet has no idea about yep. like normal people yep. interactions. Yeah, he even he like he himself struggles in social situations. Whereas yep. I think it's easier for and it could be the same for most artists, I guess it's easier to observe other people and yeah. take their stories into your own as opposed to like go from your own inspiration. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, um mm-hmm. so some other <laughs> some other what would you call them? Paradoxes. Yeah, that's a nice big word for it, five dollar word for it. Yeah. Um so Mikoto or Mikoshiba, red uh, hair. the red hair kun he looks like and acts like, you know, the princely type. He's mm. really charming and roguish to all the girls. He knows yeah. exactly what to say. And it turns out he's like super socially awkward 
always gets embarrassed by his own one-liners. And yeah. And he takes most of his dated, dating advice from, um, like, dating sims. Yeah, he play, yep. yeah, that's right. He plays heaps of them and um, thinks he's the king of those. And I guess he tries <laughs> to apply that to his school setting. Actually, one of my favourite episodes is when I think it's um, Mikoshiba and Nozaki they play the are playing sims. a yeah. dating sim and they both get so into it. And, uh, and in the end, I think they fall more in love with the male best friend in the dating yeah, sim. Yeah, who gave it all up so that <laughs> like, you, the lead character, yeah, could... Exactly. Um, no friend should be so selfless. Yeah. Oh, I think so, so they what, de- dedicated a... A, w- a monthly episode of the I think so, yeah, they put him, him into the yeah. manga. Oh, bless. Uh, and so then another paradox is Kashima, who, as we were saying before, looks like a guy and treats all the letters, you know, and they're always, yeah, you know, climbing Calling over each princess. other to get yeah. to her. Um, but it is too sort of like... She's obsessed with senpai, horror senpai. Yeah. She's like, notice me senpai, yeah. but he only kicks her and... Yeah, he pretty, he's pretty abusive, actually, isn't he? <laughs> if it was in any other anime, you would be like, oh my god, this guy is punching the crap yeah. out of this girl. But she doesn't seem to mind. I think she kind of likes it. She's a funny character. Mm. I like how I think how I can relate to her the most. ignorant she was about what Senpai wanted. Yep. 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 We're going to detail that yep. later. Uh, and the last paradox is probably Seo, the... Um, what do we call her? Oh, oh Sakura's like best friend. Yeah, yeah. But... She looks thuggish, I would say. And she is, she acts thuggish. Yeah, she's pretty bad. In badass. the basketball team, like yeah. they're all afraid of her and she Very violently personality. attacks everyone. But. but then it turns out she's part of the Glee Club and in the Glee Club she has like this voice of an angel. Mm. And, you know, it's just funny. It's a funny, it's a funny little anime, isn't it? I didn't yeah. expect it to be what it was. Yeah, it was very endearing and one of the things I want to talk to you about later is the pacing in the show. But, Ooh, mm. I do love a good pace. Indeed. And yeah, it was a, it was a good anime. I Was was it one of your favourites, do you think? Um, Look, I'll be honest. Like I said, I watched three episodes of this before we got into Gamers. I think it must have been Gamers. Um, so those three episodes for me were kind of forgettable. I was like, oh yeah, I'll come yeah. back to this later. Because I didn't really see where it was going. Yeah. Um, the way it started off with Sakura, like getting misinterpreted by Nozaki-kun, I thought that was a really cute angle. I'd never seen like a girl confess to a guy and then the guy be like, oh, have my autograph instead. Like Mm. that was a cool twist, but yeah, I, it took me a while to get into, but once I was invested in the characters, especially the side characters, I feel like I, I spent most of my time feeling sorry for Sakura. (laughs) Yeah. And she just couldn't catch a break with Nozaki. Every time she thought he was actually being jealous or maybe he was, you know, this time he was truly doing something romantic, it would turn around and be the exact opposite. He was just doing research for his mom. Yeah, of course. <laughs> so you got to feel sorry for her. But yeah. yeah, like I said, the other characters really made it for me. I think you're, you're right with that, that, that the other characters, once they started to fully come into play, mm. that's when the show really started to... You know, get into its own and yeah. became really memorable. Those first couple of episodes were like okay. Yeah. But like you said, I usually give an anime way. three episodes, and if it hasn't hooked me by then, it's probably a no go. But I'm glad I went back with this one. Mm-hmm. I feel like the second time watching those first three episodes, it made a lot more sense because I was like, okay, now I realize where it's going because I had no expectations of romance. So mm. again, I cannot emphasize. <laughs> Don't go into it thinking, oh, it's going to be super cute and they're going to all end up together because, spoiler alert, they don't. Ah, boo. (laughs) 
All right, so let's talk about then the... Oh, well, I'd like to talk about the mm. pacing in this show. Yeah, sure. Um, in particular, how it relates to the main character relationship between Nozaki and Sakura. Mm. I think that in the show, they did a great job of keeping you like intrigued about what would happen next with those two. I mean, yep. ultimately nothing. Yep. But there were plenty of hints along the way that there may be hope for their relationship and maybe he would start to act more romantically mm. and pick up on her cues. But... Um, but alas. But alas. <laughs> but I, in general, I think they did a good job, though, of, of giving us hope and hints mm. and without it being all fan service. Yes. You know what I mean? That's yes. That's the term I've just realised, I mean, figured out recently. Did but you Urban Dictionary it? Yeah, no, yeah, <laughs> no. Uh, anyway, it's sort of like a manga in that sense. Like It is. Yeah, Weird, isn't it? I know. But what are your what are your thoughts on the pacing in the show? Do you think they did a good job of it, or do you? Think I think they... given that it only had like twelve or thirteen episodes, it did well to keep me invested in the relationship, even though I knew Nozaki was such a brick wall. There was no way he was going to come around by the end and be like, "Duh, I think I do like you, Sakura." Yeah. So the fact that in the end I was still, and it probably speaks more for Sakura's character than it does for Nozaki's, but. Sakura's character is so cute and so endearing. Like, oh, I just want to adopt her. She's so sweet. And I think it speaks to her character that I was so invested in her mm -hmm. the whole time being like, please let her catch this one break. But, yeah. Um, so in answer to your question, a roundabout way of saying, yes, I did enjoy the pacing. Mm -hmm. However, it, it was a frustrating anime at points well, from a romance perspective from a romance perspective if i'd gone into it like i said knowing that it wasn't a romance probably would have been less frustrating mm -hmm. but because it's it was about shoujo anime uh shoujo manga rather i thought okay well it's going to be happy endings everyone's mm. going to be super happy playful whatever but i don't know i'm sure there are other anime that take that same style of pacing where they just drop you little hints and you've got to make up your own mind. I mean, I guess yeah. that's what fan fiction is for. You just go away and make up your yeah. own world. Um, so, I but, don't know. What, do you, what did you think about it? Yeah, I mean, I thought it was good. And in particular, though, that at the end, there's this really pivotal, not pivotal, but, mm. you know, there's a scene at the end where you think, ah, maybe it's going to turn around for them. Yeah. Maybe he's going to lean in for a kiss or something. Yeah. And... Instead, he's just like, what is it, something Still about the fire, I like fireworks or something. Um, so I think they, I think Ooh. they knew what it was, even if you know we didn't know what it was yep. or what it was potentially going to be, but they knew, and I think they stayed true to that. So that was, yeah, that was enjoyable. I think at the very end during the yeah. series, a bit harder to come to terms with. Thinking but. about it now, though, I'm actually seeing. A lot more of a paradox in Nozaki and Sakura's character in that most of the time in anime, it's the opposite way around. So the girl will be oblivious to the guy being oh. in love with her. And at the end of a show, let's say she, the guy says something like, I love you. And she's like, yeah, I love, I don't know, poo too. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like. There's always yeah. that uh, comedy of errors, but if it is a comedy of errors, it's usually the girl being completely popular and oblivious and stoic, whatever, and the guy chasing after her being like, please love me. Yeah, okay. So maybe in their own way, they were trying to flip that on its head 
and mm-hmm. make Nozaki this, you know, otherwise expert in romance and yep. all things girly and flowery and lovely. And Sakura, who's just desperate for any scrap of attention. She's not that desperate. Oh, she is. She's just hopeful. Bless her little heart. Um, Yeah, so I thought, you're right, at the end when they did that, like, oh, is it a teaser? No, never mind. But in saying so, it's only three years old, so there's always chance of a second season God, it's three years old? Yeah, I know. Um, But it's also a manga, so... I'm assuming after that they probably still draw. It's a out manga the... about a manga. I know. It's That's like Inception. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm assuming they draw out, you know, it even more. So I feel like it's it double would the be... <laughs> double the work for the manga artist, isn't it? <laughs> to draw a manga within a manga. All right. So the thing I wanted to discuss with you, T. Yes. Now that we've discussed pacing. Yes. Very official. Such a, such a film critic about this. Yes. Um, we usually never go into much detail about that sort of stuff. So. Times are changing. Times are changing here at Casa de Slice of Life. Um, <laughs> my question to you is, what is your favorite and your least favorite trope in shoujo manga slash anime? Uh-huh, we've watched a fair uh-huh, few now, uh-huh, uh-huh. so... Okay, and to clarify, because I feel a bit stupid if I get this wrong. Shoujo. Tro- no, 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 no the tropes. Girls. Oh, tropes being like types, yeah? Y- like yeah, tropes like, um, you know, a love triangle or uh-huh, yeah, someone theme, being clumsy or, or yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, something like that. My, <laughs> this is completely random. The first thing that came <laughs> to my head was that the girl, the lead girl character always falls over. Wait, that you like that or you don't like that? We've just noticed I that. think it's hilarious. Yeah. I think <laughs> I think that it's it's also kind of weird how that keeps happening. Don't you think? They do fall over a lot and always in very inopportune moments. And the Absolutely. guy never falls over. And they're always running. That girls are ruled by their emotions, T. T- Don't can't you just run, <laughs> you silly, silly things. You will trip over your womb yeah. and be hysterical. So, okay, maybe that's just a little burner one because that that's just the first that's just thing that That's just something that you've head. noticed, right? I, yeah. yeah. And it's mildly amusing but also kind of weird. Okay. Uh my, I'd say that my favourite trope is that the best friends end up together, Aww. that sort of thing. Yeah. Uh, particularly in, actually, little modifier to that, little asterisk. Oh, okay. Best friends end up together, but they start off as enemies. Oh, you know what I mean? so enemies to friends to lovers. Yeah. Nice. Well, there doesn't get that detailed in. Well, anime. What else are you supposed to call it? Oh yeah, that's a good point. Daters. Daters. Okay, this Date is PG. Mates. <laughs> Uh, I, I really enjoy that because yeah. I think the the conflict at the start is always hilarious. Mm-hmm. And then when it turns around and they go through something together or they realize they have common ground and it turns around into them being friends, that's really sweet. Yep. And then when they turn into lovers, yep. John Mayer, then they... <laughs> You couldn't help yourself. You just had to drop a little mayor in there for Maybe everybody to know. I'll put a little bit of John Mayer soundbite no, in. Don't. Yes, no I rule this control that. panel. No, no one wants to hear it. Girls become lovers who turn into mothers. So my okay, thank you, John. Jesus. Help Jesus me. Christ. Uh, I think that's, yeah, I think it's really endearing going from enemies to friends to lovers. Okay. And I, I find that it does sort of what like a sweet and sour sauce does. Ooh. Yeah. Gives you a bit of everything. Bit of sweet, makes, bit of sour. Makes your main meal a bit more complete. Bit of unknown ingredient that bit you're of probably better off Preservative not 425. <laughs> actually, I think I actually know which one that is. So is there... Nitrite. A... 
I read too many packets. Yes, you do. Um, is there a relationship in Nozaki-kun then that reminds you of that trope? Sort that appeals to you in that way? of. I think they don't fully execute that exact trope, mm. but I think between Senpai, Hori-senpai, uh, and, and Kashima, Kashima mm. where they've got like their rivals and they're facing off and... I guess eventually they would probably get together. Yeah. Do you think? Uh, yeah, I mean, he's probably the only one who can handle her. Yeah, exactly. Although she is taller than him. That's awkward. Yeah. Get a bit of the short man syndrome in you. Get those Tom Cruise uh, platform <laughs> shoes. <laughs> yeah, that will fix everything. Um, it worked for Tom Cruise. What is your... No, it didn't. Katie left him. Well, it worked for a few years, didn't it? <laughs> and then she found out. Um. So... What would you say is your least favourite trope then? And it doesn't have to be from Nozaki-kun. It can be from any shoujo. That is... You put me on the spot. Jeez. Oh, there are okay. a fair few, but... Uh, my my least favourite... Okay, maybe the trope that I don't get behind the yeah. most. Yeah, it, I mean, you don't have to hate it, just that you're not particularly keen on it. I'm not particularly keen on conflict. I know I just said they have, like, between characters, conflict can mm. be good if it turns out they become friends. Mm. But I'm not particularly keen on those like really heavy conflict scenarios where it's like life or and death and you have to choose between. Oh. You're looking at me weird. I've never seen a shoujo uh, anime that deals with that. Oh, yeah. Sorry. My bad. My oh, bad. we're talking about shoujo. <laughs> well, in shoujo, there's not going to be too much that's offensive. So in that... No, but it can be annoying. Like her tripping over or... You know what? I actually don't find that many things. Do you have one that you find annoying? Uh, well, you're going to make me look bad now if I have one. But yeah, I do have one. Go on then. Well, my least favorite is the love triangle. Ah, okay. When I was a teenager, I loved triangles. My God, <laughs> I ate those things up for breakfast every day. I would love it if two hot guys were fighting over a girl uh, Edward and Jacob style. You know, like, oh, I can't choose. Oh, okay, no, so that is annoying. Guys. Thanks for reminding me. But now that I'm older, I'm like, all right, number one, why can't you have both? Like that little girl in the, you know, the Mexican the ad. ad. Yep. It's not an ad for Mexico. If you're going to have either, like try to take both. And if you can't have both, then have neither. Yeah, my... society says you can't have both, hey? But... Society can stick it because... Exactly. If you've got two hot guys, I mean, take advantage of it. Yeah. People do in harem animes all the time. So why not girls? People do in... Parts of the world also. Exactly. So, you know, each their own. As long as you're all happy and consenting adults. <laughs> Which they ultimately are in any <laughs> High of the school anime. Yeah. Um, Okay. And number two, the thing I didn't like about it is that it always gets drawn out. And I think we'll talk a, a little bit more about this as we get onto anime slash shows such as Good Morning Call, which mm -hmm. was probably the pinnacle of love triangles for me. But oh, it's like a freaking love hexagon. Yeah, but I think they address it in Nozaki-kun as well. In his manga, Let's Fall in Love, he introduces characters as a way of like juxtaposing... Uh, what's the main girl's name in it? That's a good question. Let me just... Uh, Mamiko. Mamiko, that's right. Um, yeah, he'll like throw in random girls... To like, oh, to compare her to yeah, them. Yeah, exactly. Make her I don't know. I just I feel like these characters aren't very fleshed out. Usually, the like other angle of the triangle is not his own character. He's just there for the sake of like being hot and mm -hmm. making the other dude look good or bad, depending on the plot. So yeah, 
I think that's one of the more frustrating ones. Usually, if I sense there's a love triangle in an anime, I will steer clear of that anime. Okay, if it's in the description. If it's in the description and it's like, you know, uh, I don't know, Sakura can't choose between Nozaki and Mikoto. Yeah. Kachima. <laughs> um, and she spends the entire series vacillating between one or the other. That yeah, really okay. gets up my goat. Fair enough. But you have a goat? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Um, but the thing, the trope that I probably love most in shoujo is number one, a happy ending. Always love a happy ending. Take that as you will. I always do. <laughs> At the massage parlor. Yeah. Um, and number two, that there's usually some sort of scene towards the end of the anime or the manga, depending on what it is, where the girl will appear in a totally different appearance to her regular appearance and therefore make the hero fall more in love with her. So I think yeah. in... I'm trying to think of something that's like that off the top of my head. I guess in Uran Host Club where I think Haruhi turns up in a... In a dress. Yeah, yeah. in a beautiful dress and yep. Tamaki like loses his shit. Yep. And in Nozaki-kun, it would have been when Sakura turned up in her yukata for the festival. Yeah, that's right. Oh, she looked so beautiful. I felt like a mum, like proud of this beautiful I, daughter. I can't see her and not see Hinata from Haikyuu. Bloody hell, you and Haikyuu, why don't like you marry Haikyuu? I tried legally, okay? We didn't get anywhere, did we? I think we have to talk about Haikyuu next because T obviously has some unresolved issues. I'm going to play sound clips of you saying Haikyuu No, in no, no. Episodes. I use it as an example. It's always relevant. Um, but yeah, there's always that. And I really like that. Uh, not makeover. I really hate it in movies, actually, when the girl has to change her whole appearance in order to win the guy, like Princess Diary style. But... I love it when just the girl wears something a bit different. It's like when a guy mm. is, you know, you usually see him in school uniform or in casual clothes and suddenly he wears a suit and you're like, my God, he's you're a businessman. Yeah. Yeah. So that would be my okay. favorite. Trope. That was a good one. Yeah, thanks. Uh, so shall we move on to the zombies? <gasps> my favorite part, my favorite segment is where we talk about dead people. Go just, on then. You don't go they first. make fascinating conversation <laughs> topics? Okay. So, five roles. Leader, tank, healer, specialist, fodder. Thank you. Politically correct. Thank you. It is PC, and we were nothing but PC on this podcast. On this Mac. So, my leader, pretty straightforward, mm. is Nozaki. Because, yeah. much like in the show, I think in an apocalypse he would unite people. Yeah, he probably doesn't have much in the way of, like, social skills, like, understanding... I feel like Nozaki now looking at it from like, not that I'm a psychologist or any kind of trained professional to make these assumptions, mm -hmm. but... Emphasis on the not professional. <laughs> Nozaki strikes me as someone who may be a little underdeveloped in some areas of his life. Yeah. Like, just a little Maybe that's what inept. they were going for because he looks like a giant. Or like aromantic or something. I don't okay. know. But yep. Hey, that's that not underdeveloped. That would make a good leader quality though that he doesn't get distracted by girls yeah. or guys easily. Yeah, exactly. He's just focused on the task and if his task was to keep his team safe in the apocalypse like it was you know like his main task is to write the manga mm -hmm. then I think he would do a great job of it. Yep. So And he stays up late, he dedicates himself, yep. works himself till he's sick. Yep. That's good. And everyone likes him. Yep. So for my tank I would have Hori Senpai. 
Why four, do you ask? Hori-senpai, but he's small. <laughs> Size has nothing to do with it. <laughs> you ought to know. <laughs> <laughs> you bought it. Okay, anyway. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Hori-senpai. Hori-senpai. We were quoting the Dark Knight there. <laughs> were you? Oh, was <laughs> <laughs> Quoting page four of my autobiography. Uh, Hori-senpai, because he has a mean... Because in the intro song, he's good with those swords. Ah, yes, he is good with those swords. But I was more thinking he has a mean sort of kick on him and mm. he's quite aggressive when he needs to be. Okay. And I feel like that is the tank's sort of MO. Yep. For my healer, pretty straightforward, Sakura. Aww. Because she's sweet and sort of cares for Aww. everyone and I can just see her in that role. Also... She was a good nurse when exactly. Naraki got sick, yeah. Exactly. For my specialist, I will have a bit of a weird one actually, Mikoshiba. Because, yeah, as your specialist. specialist, because his like key skill in the show is that he can do bolsa ass flowers in the background, <laughs> and you need flowers in a zombie no, apocalypse. No, well, we're just trans- I'm just translating the skills right. to the apocalypse. Okay, and if we're talking about someone who has a set of skills that is highly refined, mm-hmm. I think he would do a good job of it. Okay, I will admit though, he has some character flaws and that potentially he might turn into a, a liability but I don't see anyone else for me anyway that could fit that yeah. role um, and for my fodder mm. I'm going to go God. with Kashima oh no not Kashima I like, I like Kashima am I your fodder is that all I am to you <laughs> yes sicko boys <laughs> uh, I, I like Kashima but she can be a bit uh, ditzy and a little bit She's a first year. Is she? Cut her a break, yeah. Oh, whatever. Anyway, that's that's my opinion. If you don't like did it, you, you can get out. While we're here talking about her being a bit of an idiot, did you find this anime funny? Like, did you laugh in this anime? The reason I ask is because it puts itself as a comedy, and I definitely laughed, but I don't think I would... I did not let a single laugh free. I wouldn't classify it on the same scale as, like, Seven X Service. Yeah... I think I think part of the humor though with Servanex Service was it was relatable in some parts. Mm. It was more adult in a lot of it, so maybe yeah. it was more relatable. I I did find it funny, but it was sort of like a bit of it had a bit of everything, and it wasn't particularly good at one thing, but it was still like great overall. Yeah, yeah. I'm just wondering because, like I said, I can remember laughing, but. I was more invested, I guess, mm. than I was amused. Yeah, yeah. I think that's mm. fair to say. Okay, cool. Hit me with your team. Hit me with your zombie team. No, okay, so uh, I was the same as you, actually. I had my leader down as Nozaki-kun because I feel like thanks to his brick walling tundum, he would be a great leader, not overly affected by... If someone died. By the deaths of his <laughs> <Exactly>. compatriots. <laughs> um, he'd just kind of get on with business, which is what you want in a leader, I suppose. Mm-hmm. A bit of compassion doesn't go astray, but, you know, he can learn that in these apocalypse. Um, for my tank, I actually had Seo, the basketball girl. The Lorelei. Yeah, the Lorelei, because I feel like she, in that basketball court, like, owns Yeah, everyone. she does. And yeah. she's all elbows and knees. And that's what you want. Yeah. When you're mowing down zombies, you want someone to go in and just 
That's a very good point. Kick them. Yeah. Um, who's next? My healer. healer? Uh, I had Mikoto as my healer because he watches a lot of those dating sims slash plays a lot of those dating sims. And I feel like in some of them, surely he'd need to be some sort of nurse or maybe be working in a hospital. Mm-hmm. He's a real otaku. So mm-hmm. he probably knows how to heal, how to love. How to, yeah. <laughs> in principle. In principle. I don't think he'll be able to pull it off in real life. So he'd make a very... You're saying he'd be a, pr- a practical healer. Yeah. He wouldn't be like on... Plus, he draws flowers. Therefore, he must know flowers. Therefore, he might be good at like alchemy and natural healing. It's probably a bit of a stretch. I just want him in my team. Plus, he's got red hair. So that's going to be rare in the apocalypse. (laughs) They're already dying out. We need to keep as many as possible. And my specialist, I had Kashima because she's kick-ass. And I love her so much. And the way she rocks that skirt and jumper combo, I could watch that all day. It's pretty cool. Yep. yep. Um, I feel like as well, she seems to be good at a lot of things that she doesn't necessarily put her heart and soul into, except for singing, which she's terrible at. But yes, like with the drama club and then um, she's good with talking to girls and I don't know. I just okay. feel like anything she puts her mind to, she'd be good at. And That's fair. If That's she fair. put her mind to killing zombies, she'd be good at that too. Yeah. And finally, for my fodder, I was a bit uh, about this one because Hori Senpai doesn't really do it for me. He looks about 40. I can't believe that he's in he does. like year 12 um, or senior year. So for my fodder, I actually put down Wakamatsu, the mm-hmm. basketball club. Basketball, yep. He doesn't really do anything. Yeah. He's kind of there for Kashima. No, for Seo, rather. Yeah. Uh, so... You know what? That's yeah. Yeah, it's fair enough. Yep, he's he's fine. Don't get me wrong, but it's like we were saying in the Walking Dead game. Mm-hmm. He's the Ben. You know, Ugh. if he's on the bell tower and he's ben can just screaming go. at you like, "Just go, just leave me behind." All right, fine, I'm going. I'll leave you behind. It's the apocalypse, Thanks. bro. See you later. <laughs> yep. So that's that's my team. I don't know. It's it was hard because I wanted Sakura to be on there somewhere, but yeah, I couldn't I know. find a place for her. Okay. She'd be hiding under Nozaki's coat. Well, maybe that's better. She doesn't have to witness the atrocities of the apocalypse. <laughs> she doesn't have to witness her man making cold-hearted decisions. Yeah. She'd probably enjoy that. <laughs> All right. Well, let's move on then to our chocolates. Hi. So I've chosen Cherry Ripe. I'm not going to build this one. I'm just going to go out and say it. Cherry Ripe. Because <laughs> the name kind of gives it away. And it's just like this show. Yo, manga. <laughs> eh? Show yo. Show Joe. <laughs> Show yo is in a top of my queue. <laughs> oh my god, do you see what I have to deal with every morning? He wakes up I and he's like, Show yo. I can't Show uh, yo. <laughs> stress this enough. I got a haiku on the brain. Okay. We're talking about Nozaki good. All right. All right. Yes. I was, the reason I was laughing before he even said anything was because he's actually typed into our notes Cherry Ripe. The name of it gives it hey, away. Hey, hey, you're Just away like my this Shoujo manga. <laughs> <laughs> but there's a dot, dot, dot between show and Joe. And Not all of us can store infinite amounts of information <laughs> in our heads. I had to get it down. Sorry, sorry. Okay. Okay, that was Cherry it. Cherry Ripe. Right. 
because... But the cherries aren't ripe. Oh, maybe that's what I'm getting at. Oh, Ooh. maybe the girls yes. aren't monthly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, sweet on the inside. Mm-hmm. On the outside, don't know what to think of it. Mm. But I think ultimately it is a sweet anime. It's just that... What are you looking at? <laughs> <laughs> look at it, funny. About show you. I'm sorry. Sorry. You psyched me out because I thought you were saying something wrong. <laughs> you were. <laughs> You're too obsessed. Okay. Okay. Well, give so us your d- chocolate. No, 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 no. Cherry no, no, no. ripe. All right. So I've had. I said my piece. Right. So it's it's sweet. No. No. no and no. misleading. Is that what you're saying? Uh, not so much misleading, but another quality of cherry ripes, though, I think, is that you can have one cherry ripe. Mm. It's hard to go back for two. Actually, you're right. Even the fun size ones. There's never yeah. a point where I'm like, I could kill for another cherry ripe. It's satisfying. Yeah, yeah it's satisfying. Yep. And maybe the next day I come back for one. Yeah, but, but you can't do 20 cherry ripes in a row. No. You probably couldn't do 20 episodes. Unlike my good friend, Hinata Show. Oh my God. Yo, <laughs> manga. Uh, All right, hit us with your chocolate. Oh, God. All right. That's what. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. My chocolate is, um, I don't know. I don't think they actually sell these in Australia, but I have had one because a friend brought me one back from Japan. Um, Our green tea Kit Kats. They're like matcha Mm. Kit Kats. The reason I have chosen this is because it doesn't taste like what it's supposed to. It doesn't taste like a Kit Kat, nor does it taste like matcha or green tea, but... It has its own specific delicious flavor. So you think you're going in being like, it's going to be a Kit Kat and it's going to taste vaguely of green tea. It doesn't do either of those things, but sure. it's still sweet. Still yeah. gets the job done. Still got a bit of crunch. Yeah. I was expecting a romance. Got a Kit Kat. I got a Kit Kat. <laughs> um, and I got like a comedy slice of life. Yeah. So yeah, I'm still satisfied. Same with the cherry ripe. Yeah. But... I think if there was a second season, if they continued to uh, draw out that relationship between Sakura and Nozaki, again, with like no happy ending, then I would be pissed. But here, right now, at the end of season one, I'm like, well, I can make up my own happy ending for them. Okay. Maybe that's why it's been three years since they've made a show. Maybe. Maybe there's just no demand because people are like, well, we can assume that afterwards yeah, this maybe. is what happens. Same with Miss Kobayashi. You can assume what no, happens. bring on a second season. <laughs> there's never enough dragon maids. I hear Cool. All right. So, yeah, that's uh, probably all I have to say about Yeah. Feel um, free to let us know what you thought of Nozaki-kun if you've watched it. If you haven't, just let us know what you think of Shoujo manga in general. What are or Shoujo manga. Or Shoujo manga. Yes, exactly. <laughs> ah, a cat is attacking me. Damn it. Stop. <laughs> Get out of there. <laughs> you time, stop. Help me. <laughs> Jesus Christ. What are you doing? <laughs> Get out of here. Greatest sport is to hunt man. Come back. All right, I think that pretty much wraps it up. 
Thank you guys so much for listening, as always. Um, if you want to hit us up to tell us about what you thought about Nozaki-kun yourself or just shoujo manga in general, mm-hmm. shoujo anime in general, feel free. We're on Twitter. And have a nice day. <laughs> we'll see you next time for yeah. shoujo manga. <laughs> <laughs> it's my special, okay? <laughs> <laughs>